don't wanna be Just someone that's new I speak my mind so free So you could hear the truth Yeah, I know that we all have fear Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. This is The Truth For Youth with Micah Murphy. Guys, today we're gonna talk about things that slow you down or perhaps even hinder you or keep you from making progress. Uh, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot this week, just different things happening in my life and, and some loved ones around me. And I was just contemplating how there's so many things in life that really just hold us back. They just keep us from making progress. Now, and, and this can be any aspect of life. I mean, you can take God completely out of it, and we're not even talking about spiritual at the moment. I mean, of course, we're going to talk about spiritual, but for the second, I, I just want you to think for a moment of all the things that, that slow you down or hinder you from making progress in life. Maybe that's in the classroom or at your school, or maybe it's a sport that you play. Um, for those of you that, that have jobs and you're working, maybe it's in your career or or as you get older in business, it's even in relationships, there will always, always, always be things that slow us down or that are obstacles that, that we have to overcome if we're going to make forward progress. That's just, that's just life, man. It's just we live in a broken world, and because of that, there's sin in this world, and there's evil people in this world, and you know what? It's just, it's not easy. It's not easy really for, for us to, to make progress in life if it's worth it, right? I mean, you know, you've heard the saying that if anything's worth it, uh, you're just going to probably take some time, energy, dedication, and hard work. You know, nothing really comes free and easy that's worth much. So anyways, we're going to focus obviously our talk on spiritual, but I just was thinking about how it, it's across the board. It is everything that you're probably trying to pursue at some point. There'll be obstacles. There'll be things that keep you from, from making progress easily, and that's okay. I think some of that helps us build grit. It helps us build uh, perseverance and, and strength, and maybe it even helps us to be a little bit more creative or diligent in order to overcome those obstacles. You know, I know in life, uh, just from the physical aspect of life, you know, whether it be a fitness journey or health journey, a lot of times you need some of those obstacles in order to build that mental fortitude, that grit, so that you are stronger, so that you can push farther and harder. Uh, so the obstacles are kind of a good thing to some extent. But when we're talking about spiritual, um, a lot of times that sin that's in our life that is holding us back, that's, that's keeping us from making progress, and of course that's not a good thing. You know, we're trying to, if we claim Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, which I hope and pray that, that everyone listening does, but I realize there'll probably be some people that don't, and that's okay, um, but I pray that at some point you do make that decision. Maybe this is part of your journey. You're just trying to learn and listen and see what this Jesus guy is all about, and, and so I commend you for listening. Um, so I'm going to talk about what, what does Jesus say? What, is, what does he write about in the Bible that talks about things that keep us from making progress? And well, Paul writes in, in the book of Hebrew, in chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, this is the passage that I want to focus on today. And 
I've probably said it in the past and probably even done it in the past, but I just really, really like different translations, different versions of biblical passages. So uh, that's something that I just enjoy doing. So when I get a passage, almost immediately I go and look at various translations to see how they've interpreted it or just maybe try to relate it a little bit. Now, I will say that if I'm trying to get a good, true biblical translation, you know, what is the closest to the Greek or the Hebrew or whatever, then that's one thing. But that's usually not what I'm trying to do in the cases of, you know, when I'm doing a message. I just really like to hear their variation on how they pitch it to make it maybe more applicable for for especially teenagers and students or, or even just myself. I like to hear different things. So anyways, a little tangent on that. But I'm going to read you a couple variations, a couple translations of this passage. The first one I'm going to read you comes from the Good News Translation, and this is what it says. It says, again, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. It says, As for us, we have this large crowd of witnesses around us. So then, let us rid ourselves of everything that gets in the way and of the sin which holds onto us so tightly and let us run with determination the race that lies before us. Let us keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, on whom our faith depends from beginning to end. He did not give up because of the cross. On the contrary, because of the joy that was waiting for him, he thought nothing of the disgrace of dying on the cross and he is now seated at the right side of God's throne. All right, uh, I'm going to read you another translation. This one comes from the Living Bible. Again, same passage, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Since we have such a huge crowd of men of faith watching us from the grandstands, let us strip off anything that slows us down or holds us back especially those sins that wrap themselves so tightly around our feet and try to trip us up. And let us run with patience the particular race that God has set before us. So keep your eyes on Jesus, our leader, our instructor. He was willing to die a shameful death on the cross because of the joy he knew would be his afterwards. And now he sits in the place of honor by the throne of God. And then one last one I want to read uh, comes from the message. Do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blaze the way, all these veterans cheering us on, it means we'd better get on with it. Strip down and start running and never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race that we're in. Study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish and with God, he could put up with anything along the way, cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there 
and the place of honor right alongside God. When you find yourself flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item, that long litany of hostility he plowed through. That will shoot adrenaline into your souls. <laughs> uh, and so you can see, I mean, the, the exact same passage, but three different variations. And of course, these were a little bit more modern versions. Um, but I, I like the imagination um, or the imagery that it, that it gives you so that your imagination can maybe grasp it a little differently. You know, again, the same things. One talked about, again, we'll take the very beginning of the passage where it talks about a great crowd of witnesses, okay? So those that have come before us in the faith, those, those Christians that have already lived and they fought the good fight, they, they finished their race. They are now, you know, in heaven. They are now seated, seating uh, beside Jesus. It says we have this large crowd of witnesses that are there, that they're kind of cheering us on. The, one of the other passages says they're watching us from the grandstands. You know, again, if you're into maybe NASCAR or sports or whatever, you think of the grandstands, you think of the, the bleachers or whatever, they're up there cheering you on. You know, I know I loved, you know, one of the, one of the things that I loved most, I think, about um, high school football was the, the crowds, you know, the the bleachers full, the stadium full of people. You know, I played other sports, but no other sports packed it out like football did. Football packed it out. And I know that, that used to get me so excited. I loved Friday nights, you know, all ready before a game and the bands playing and you see all the people up in the crowd and the stands are packed and people just p still pouring into the, to the stadium. And that got me so excited. And of course, you know, anytime you made a good play or whatever, and then hear the hear the the, the crowd cheering, man, that was that was great. I loved that stuff. Man, I'm actually getting chills thinking about that. Wish I could go back and relive some of that. Um, same thing when I was at Auburn. You know, when we got to run the team out and, and running out before, you know, eighty plus thousand people just cheering and chanting. I mean, that that's exciting. That's exhilarating. Uh, and so if we take that, that image that's giving, that we have this grandstand of people cheering us on, think about how much easier it would be for you to live the Christian faith if you knew you had all these people cheering you on. But in reality, usually it's just us, right? It's just us struggling. Uh, maybe, you know, you're at, laying in bed at night and you're just, you're beat up, you're you're torn because maybe sin got the best of you. You, you just feel overwhelmed. You're, you're tired of fighting the good fight. You know, we, we've talked the last couple weeks about trying to do good and don't give up. And I mean, because it beats you down. A lot of times you don't see results. You don't see the fruit of your labor. Um, and sometimes it just gets discouraging. It gets overwhelming. And, and if you don't, especially if you feel like nobody's cheering you on, which you do. I mean, you have, you have people in your life. Um, you know, you have, you have at least me, okay? You may not have maybe parents or best friends that are doing that, but guys, I'm here cheering you on, okay? But I, you probably have other people. You probably do have some family members or some friends in your life, uh, pastors in your life that, that are cheering you on, that are encouraging you. But maybe not quite the grandstand, right? Maybe not quite the whole stadium uh, is cheering you on. But if we take that and realize that spiritually that is what's happening, like, 
man, that's pretty encouraging to think that, that there's Christians that have lived before us that are in eternity, and they're rooting for us, man. Like, they're cheering us on. And that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome to think about. All right, so, uh, and then that, that last one even talks about veterans and pioneers who blazed the way, you know, who, who uh, started the, this trip way before we did, you know. Um, so then again, it, it goes on and talks about that next part of this passage is, is stripping it down, you know, getting rid of what's slowing you down or hindering you. Uh, that first, the first version that I read, the good news says, you know, let us rid ourselves of anything that gets in the way. Anything that's getting in the way of your relationship with Jesus, Paul tells us we need to get rid of it. You know, we need to just kick it to the curb. The sin that so tightly holds us. Again, I, man, I, I think about this passage a good bit because I know it uses that word tightly or, or you know, a couple of the versions have said tightly or they give you this um, this imagery of something that really has a hold of you. You know, I think sometimes we just think of sin like, yeah, you know, I messed up, or yeah, I did this sin, or yeah, this sin tempted me. But I don't know about you, but I don't tend to think about the ones that really have a grasp, or at least the image of, of them having a grasp on me. I think I like to give myself more credit than what, I'm, what I deserve, <laughs> that no, sin grasps us. It gets a hold of us, and it keeps us, you know, it keeps us held down. It keeps us from moving forward, and so that's what this passage is talking about. Like, man, there is some sin that's probably in your life and my life that is really holding us back, that is keeping us from making forward progress, and of course, that sin is probably different from all of us. It could you know, it could be pornography, it could be uh, a bad relationship that you're in, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, it could be drugs, it could be alcohol, it could be uh, popularity, it could be your pride, um, it could be a lot of things, you know, sexual sin. There's, there's a lot of things that, that could be holding you back and keeping you from moving forward, and it just has such a tight hold on you that a, it can be hard for you to break free it, just because it has such a tight grip. Or two, we don't realize just how tight that grip is. And we think, oh, we can, you know, we can walk away whenever we want. And in reality, we, we really can't because it's got such a tight grip on us. All right, so the second passage that I read, I'm going to read you again what it said. It said, strip off anything that slows us down or holds us back especially those sins that wrap themselves so tightly around our feet and trip us up. <laughs> so, you know, think about, again, like someone's got a hold of your leg. You know, you're trying to drag somebody, you know. I mean, think about playing football or something when someone, you know, is trying to tackle you. Maybe they got, got a hold of your leg and, and you're trying to break free, especially if you know the rest of the team's coming to tackle you. You're like trying to desperately get your foot or your leg free so you can get the heck out of there before the rest of the team clobbers you. Um, but something that's got a hold of your legs, your feet, and it's constantly tripping you. You know, you just can't seem to get good footing. You just can't seem to get ground and make progress because you keep getting tripped up. 
And then that last one that I read, which was the message, and this is what it said. It said, strip down, start running, never quit. And it goes on to say, no extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. You know, I think about leaning up, you know, I mean, I'm kind of on the health kick where I am trying to lean up, you know, be more muscular and, and less body fat and uh, no extra fat, right? Like, like no extra things that's maybe slowing you down or keeping you from, from making that progress. Um, no parasitic sins, the ones that are, again, just attached to you and just draining you. Again, a lot of times we don't know we, when we have parasites, whether it be animals or, or even sometimes we may get some type of parasitic, uh, whether it be internal or external or whatever, even like a tick or something that's just kind of sucking blood out of you, or even like a mosquito that sucks the blood out of you that's just, a lot of times you don't realize that it's there, you know, because it's minor, but it, and ultimately it is draining you, right? It's not good. It's not a positive thing. Um so again, those are, those are the, the imagery that we're getting, right? It's this sin, this thing that's really holding us back and keeping us from, again, moving closer to God. I mean, ultimately, what it's talking about here, when we're talking about this race, we're talking about the life, and we're talking about the Christian faith, we're talking about living this life and being able to step into eternity as 100% believers of Jesus, we've given our life to him, we have faith in him, we have confidence in him, we've devoted, you know, our whole being to him. That Again, that doesn't mean that we're going to be sinless, we're going to sin, okay? Every day I sin, every day you're going to sin. We, it's just kind of part of our nature, right? We may have a bad thought or we may do something selfish or whatever, but again, there's that difference in and the accidental sin and, and intentionally disobeying God and intentionally turning from God and, and living in sin. Um, so if we're finishing the race, means we've strived. We're striving to be like Jesus. We're striving to love him and, and be obedient to him. And we're striving to finish. You know, we just want to get across the finish line. When we get across the finish line, it talks about how that is our prize, right? That's our reward. We get to spend eternity with Jesus. And there's no other prize. There's nothing else that can ever compare to that, ever, ever, ever. And so that's this race that we're talking about. And unfortunately, people get bogged down. People get distracted. People get slowed down and, and even hindered from even finishing the race. And that's what Paul's warning. Like, he doesn't want that to happen. He doesn't want us to see you know, to see us get to the point where we just can't get across the finish line. Again, you know, you've probably heard me say it before. If you're new to the podcast and you don't know, I like obstacle course races. I like Spartan races, Tough Mudders, you know, the, those courses where you're having to start at one place and finish in another, and all along the way, there's obstacles. There's mud, there's, you know, maybe bob wire crawls or rings or rope climbs or sandbag carries or something that's going to slow you down intentionally. And some of those things are intentionally put there to make you want to quit, right? To really make you question why you're doing what you're doing. And again, I think about the analogy of life and so many times when I'm doing this, because it's like, 
yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it, it makes you question, do I want this bad enough or, or am I ever going to finish? Because it's just like one after the other after the other and you just get tired, right? It's like we talked about last week of not quitting. You just get tired and sometimes you just want to quit. You're like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. My body's tired. My mind's tired. I'm aching or whatever. And you know you have a lot more obstacles to overcome. You know, things that are slowing you down, like, like there's definitely obstacles that will slow you down, like sandbag carries or, you know, farmer carries where you have to carry heavy weight. And, and obviously you can't run at the pace that you're running before you get to that. You know, if you're just jogging freely and you don't have anything in your way, of course you can go faster. But all of a sudden when you have a, you know, like a 70 pound sandbag to carry or, or, you know, double weights to carry or something, then you obviously can't go as quick. It's, it's slowing you down. And when we think about the spiritual, Paul's telling us to get rid of that. Like, you don't have to do that. That's, that's not part of the race that we're running. Those are obstacles that we bring on ourselves. <laughs> you know, it's like me going to a Spartan race and yeah, I know that there's obstacles out there, but I go ahead and I stick a weighted vest on and I bring my own, you know, my own obstacles in there as well. I'm going to carry some kettlebells and some extra sandbags. And they're like, why would you do that? You know, nobody else is doing that. And that's going to hinder you from, from finishing the race. And that's what God's kind of saying. Like, don't, don't bring any more along than you have to. You know, life is already hard enough. And there's already going to be plenty to slow you down and to keep you from crossing the finish line. So why are you carrying that extra kettlebell? Why are you putting that extra weighted vest on? Why are you carrying those extra sandbags? That's the sin that you choose. <laughs> Not that God has put on you. That, that's, that's our choice. And that's what he's saying. Like, get rid of that stuff. That stuff's slowing you down and it may keep you from getting across the finish line, which would be the ultimate failure. Like that is the ultimate loss. If we don't cross the finish line of the Christian faith and we are separated from God and from Jesus for eternity, that is the biggest, most tragic loss imaginable. Honestly, our brains can't even fathom it. We, we can think about it a little bit, but I promise you, since we've never experienced it, we truly cannot fathom it. We truly cannot grasp just how bad that is and just how glorious on the flip side, how amazing and how wonderful it will be to cross the finish line as a Christian and get to spend eternity with Jesus and him to be able to look at us on judgment and say, well done, good and faithful servant. That will be the best words that we've ever heard at that moment. So guys, again, th this is one of those talks and maybe it's not fun, you know, it's not necessarily enjoyable for you to be listening to because perhaps God's convicting you right now of, of the sin that's in your life. And I hope he is. I pray that he is because that's, that's part of this podcast. It's, it's self-development. It's, it's us trying to be better. You know, we... We all want to finish the race strong, or at least I do, and I want that for you. You may not want it for you just yet, but I promise you one day you'll want to. 
guys, that's my prayer, man. I just want to see you make progress. I want to see you growing in, in your walk with Jesus and your understanding of him and your love for him and understanding the, the crazy love that he has for us. You know, that's what it is. And that's what success is in life. That's what success is in this race. And it's just not worth us being slowed down or hindered. And I know that sucks to hear because there's probably some things that maybe God's convicting you of right now. Maybe a best friend, maybe a boyfriend, maybe a girlfriend, maybe, maybe things that you've just held tightly to. Maybe it's your social media, maybe it's popularity or, or I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Only God knows and you know what those things are that's really holding you back. Guys, I pray that you, you really think about it and that then you pray about it and that you ask God to give you strength. And here's the thing. You know, just recently I've heard someone say that they just, they're having a hard time letting go of something that's really hindering them, slowing them down. And it makes me sad because I'm like, man, that, that is slowing you down and hindering you from crossing the finish line. But this sin has such a tight grip that it's hard to let go. So if you're listening to this and that is you and you're just like, man, I just don't think I have hope. I don't have the strength because this sin just has me so tight. I just can't get out of it. Guys, I promise you, I promise you God is so much stronger than that sin. He's so much stronger than Satan. He's so much stronger than the grip that it has on you. You have to be confident in God. You have to pray, ask God to deliver you. Man's not going to deliver you. This world's not going to deliver you. You're not going to deliver yourself. Only God is going to deliver you. Only God can break that stronghold. So pray, ask God to give you the strength. Ask God to break it. Ask God to take those desires away or to, you know, to give you the strength or the boldness that you may need to, to take that step, to throw off that sin that's slowing you down or hindering you. I promise you it will be worth it in the long run. I promise you one day when you're looking back, maybe it's, you know, again, right before you're stepping into eternity or you've stepped into eternity and you look back and you say, well, man, either A, I really regret not getting rid of that sin that was in my life or whatever was holding me back. Or you'll be so thankful that you did. So guys, trust me on this one. Get rid of it. End it. Move on. It's just slowing you down. You can run so much faster without that weight slowing you down and hindering you. Uh, guys, hey, I love you as always. I am here for you. Um, Young people, if, if you're here in the Venice area, man, come see me, you know, Wednesday night youth groups uh, at First Baptist Church, Venice. Come see us, 6 to 7 o'clock. Also, um, if you don't live in the Venice area, um, shoot me an email, Murphy at gmail. You can also find it in the show notes. Uh, how can I pray for you? How can I help you? If you have questions or comments, I'd love to, to try my best to help you. That's what I'm here for. Uh, also, if you find value in these guys, please share them with someone, man. Make a, make a post about it. Leave a little review if you have not already. I greatly, greatly appreciate that. Uh, and as always, guys, uh, I am praying for you, and I thank you for, for tuning in and listening. If you've, listened, if you've listened this far, 
means you're, you're hopefully getting value out of it. So again, thank you. Appreciate it. And we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Until then, bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no.